The Recovery Revolution will be podcast on the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Network. Welcome to the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Podcast, the podcast of clean and sober, K-L-E-N and S-O-B-R, and SinceRightNow.com, with your hosts in recovery, Jeff, Matt, and Chris. but we're just and uh muscle man the character always is like you know who loves that my mom <laughs> doesn't quite grasp it that's funny that's we, a good show that's a good show is. which show? show the regular regular show, show? Oh. it's uh jg quintal is this the guy who uh illustrates it and voices it and came up with it it's just really you know it's kind of like adventure time type surreal fun uh pseudo child entertainment for man children and women children like us. It's good. It's good stuff. Are we on? We are on. We've been on. Right. Right. We've been, been on. on. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Hi everybody. Um, hey everybody. Yeah. We took did we we took a break for a while. We did take we a break did. for a while. Uh, I'll quickly own up to that. Uh, I wasn't up to it. The end. Um, and was it just was it election like just no, sadness or anxiety? No, 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 no. Or? It, it oh, was no. it was not the bigger greater world. It was my, my internal world uh and uh yeah i don't even remember quite frankly i just was not up to it uh it might have been that too i don't know it was a little bit of everything but um just didn't have it in me work life the point is you had self-awareness to say i i'm not i don't have it which is good you know rather than begrudgingly doing it anyway um it's better not to right it yeah. is. There's a measure of guilt, though, uh, you know, in terms of letting you guys down, letting the audience down, and all that. But, um, uh, you know, you got you to put on your own air mask first or something. Totally. And yeah. Let your, let your kids die. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, you got to get it. You got to look out for number one. <laughs> right. I don't know how the, the saying ends, but I'm pretty right. sure some kids die. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Matt and I got together a couple times during our our show hiatus, and we went out to watch sports outside. Do you remember this? We went two weeks, Matt, and we We watched sports outside at Ballpark Village. Yeah, in open air. And uh, it was open air. We were safe. We were safe. Very safe. We uh, wore masks even when we kissed. And uh, (laughs) no, it was it was. you know, just stir craziness, desire to see sports, and we kind of cobbled together a version of going out for yeah. two two sober guys in the big city, yeah, uh, zombie apocalypse style, yeah. So yeah, it That's was it was fun, cool. yeah. And uh, Matt, I noticed that your background has changed since mm. uh, we last talked to you. What's going on with you? You know, I I have to. I have a tendency toward hyperbole, mm-hmm. so I'm going to gingerly, <laughs> gingerly, and in a measured manner describe yeah. my current situation. So okay. I'm on on about day ten in my new house. Mm-hmm. My relationship came to a ceremonious end, yep. and uh, you know, and I kind of started anew in every way, shape, and form. 
Yeah. And you, you guys have known me for a long time. And I feel like in the past, there's always been like I've almost been a fully functioning adult, but not really. <laughs> like all the trappings on the surface are there. Right. Right. And I always have a good job. Always yeah. a good job. Yeah. However, there's always like doesn't have a credit card, doesn't have a car, <laughs> has terrible credit, can't yeah. do this, can't do that. And I, in the past six years, since I got, you know, cleaned up my shit, I've cleaned up everything. Mm. So I was able to do this completely autonomously, build a house from the ground up. I had, you know, I left everything behind. So it was buying beds, furniture, really. Um, I found a great house. Yeah. The whole transaction was just me. You know, I didn't need advice. I didn't need, uh, co-signers i yeah, just wow. yeah. i just went and i did it and you know jeff you and i were talking about you don't think about it but you accumulate so many things when you're in a relationship all the necessities and trappings of day-to-day -day life and when that's gone i you know it wouldn't even occur to me like what am i going to eat this with mm. oh shit <laughs> but you know just so uh quite yeah. literally it's been a blast putting this house together that's um, awesome my books and my fish are really the things that made it and my clothes. Yeah. Um, so I've spent a ton of money, um, but my, my it's right near my kids. My kids are here all the time. Yeah. And as you guys know, during quarantine, I wasn't, uh, right. they weren't staying with me, right. which sort of, I think, catalyzed this whole, that was the proverbial straw mm. that broke the camel's back, I think. Yeah. So in any case, my, you know, I also wasn't in the healthiest of relationships, right. so mm -hmm. I'm not accustomed to making decisions and having the only consequences tied to those decisions be my own. So it's been amazing. Okay. I feel it's awesome. I feel really good. Work is everything's coming up. Glarner. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Monday I won a client on my own nice. without an agency that is Wow. A large enough client that my former agency pitched it and lost. I pitched it without an agency, just me, no yeah. LLC, no no LLC attached. Nice. Just yeah. do trust that I can do this entire thing, and they did. So that was like, are you wow. kidding? That's awesome. Wow! So I'm in a position now where I, you know, I have this. I have two gigs that are yeah. contract gigs, but I'm not going full time in either of them mm. because I really have this third path that. Yeah. Uh, so I hired a consultant That's great. who's been like my business whisperer, kind of telling me, That's cool. you know, how to not be a dumbass and, uh, <laughs> and everything's good. That's everything's awesome. So, good. okay. So if you're, if you're new, you're just getting sober. These are the promises coming true in Matt's life. Like all those things that you just said, it's like six years, but whatever. Yeah. Little by little by little by little by little. <laughs> Put everything back together. And now it's just like, whatever, you know, it's awesome. I didn't know that it could be this good, and yeah. I, I know that this is a, this is its own version of a pink cloud that I'm sure will sure. dissipate over time. And there are going to be periods of lonely, you know, yeah. loneliness. There'll be periods, all that stuff. Feeling sorry for yourself. There'll be periods of life. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I'm sitting here. Uh, my home office is kind of elevated a little bit. It's got a nice view over the Shrewsbury little park there and stuff. Okay. And uh, it's just it's. It's bananas. I can walk to work at this one place. You know, I I work at in Webster, and uh, really, I'm right. I'm right near you. Oh yeah, Chris. sure you are. Sounds like it. Like, dude, I am. Uh, you know, the entry onto 44. I'm like a block from there. So, okay. yeah. Uh, 
Okay. Uh, it's yeah. So anyway, I'm sure I'll have a party never uh, because <laughs> no, because yeah. I'm first of all I'm me, and yeah. second of all the pandemic. But you know, it, it it is the promises, Jeff. But they're also like I'm being really careful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know how to articulate that in any other way. Yeah. I'm just being careful. Mm-hmm. I mean, it. I have this innate. I and you know, I have a tendency or an urge to act out, sort of, mm-hmm. to do things that to, I don't know, uh, disrupt normalcy or surprise myself or just to poke the edges a little bit and right. stir up a little chaos, you know, mm-hmm. within my life. And uh, I know that's there. Yeah. And I know that at any point I could turn that on and burn this to the ground in, ah, Eight to twelve hours. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It'd probably take me a good half day to alienate every single client. <laughs> but you well, know, it's so funny because I I agree and and I know you. It's like when people when rough times are happening, I don't feel closer to a drink when it, things are bad. It's when things are good, when things are going mm, your way, and it's like absolutely. this celebratory thing. And it seems like with you, that's especially mm-hmm. been true, right? Uh. Well, self-sabotage, like yeah, when self-sabotage, things, right. things are right about to get really good yeah. is when I'll generally blow it up. Not when they've already oh, realized okay. themselves, you That's know, it's, yeah, I've yeah. accepted the job, you know, you remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't show up mm. or it's usually that type of construct. Mm, um, yeah. And I say usually it happened once mm-hmm. prior to that. I drank because uh, everything cr- had already crumbled. You know, we, we all we come up with different reasons, but yeah. I don't know. I, I guess I feel safe in my own hands, mm-hmm. which is completely and totally a new. Wow. That's new, man. Yeah. That's new. I, I really feel like I can trust myself cool. with, mm-hmm. with this thing I care about, you know, and, and this thing I care about is everything because this is the life that I, I think I carried around a lot of guilt that I wasn't with my mm-hmm. kids more and I wasn't. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm throwing myself at all the things I was afraid of. Yeah. And, uh, the guilt is really dissipating. And, uh, I mean, within like two hours of having my kids, they annoyed the shit out of me, <laughs> <laughs> which was perfect, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, perfect. And then Saturday night and they're just like, they're just amazing kids. But yeah. Saturday night, my son was late. For, for my arbitrary curfew mm. and i got to actually have like a parenting moment with them nice but you know the time is arbitrary right. it's adherence to that time that makes it occur so we had this like nice talk and then you know it just it was right back to hardcore parenting so yeah. you get to what you asked for you know yeah yeah it's like that's oh, hilarious oh you is want that- a parent here you go <laughs> that parent is the that's fuck funny. out of that kid that's right. Well, congratulations, yeah. man. That sounds good, man. Good, good for you. I'm Thank you. glad yeah. to get the update. I'm sorry. Uh, well, Lee, yeah, yeah, you had to. You got to save it all up and dump it yeah. on the audience. That's, That's like a big. <laughs> That's what we do here. Yeah, a big save it up. Big joy dump. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. That's funny. That's funny. Well, that's good, man. That's so cool to hear. And I love. I love that insight of just. Uh, trusting yourself, man. You know that's amazing. Cause I, I can, I know, I know you so well, and know like that's just exactly it. And I would have never been able to articulate that for you. But the fact that you have seen that, you just have this mm-hmm. moment where you're like, oh, 
I'm good. I, I'm good here. You know, there's no real underlying fear or whatever that always is. Right. Right. That, that we always have. I, it's just like, oh, that's awesome. I read that's an so- interesting piece that was from a while ago that I'd saved and I, I had forgotten about it. It was a newsletter from uh, one of the writers. Did you ever read the outline when it was online? It was this terrific site. Uh, just, um, it's like news and culture, but just like it, it, there was an edge to it and an and a, and a intellect to it that was just phenomenal. But it went out of business, of course, because it was too good to live. But um, <laughs> one of the contributors had a regular letters column where she'd just write a letter and also share it as an email. Anyway, but it was called uh, Be Less Yourself. And she, she talked about, and I just, I just found it and read it uh, this week again, as I was going through my computer, but mm-hmm. uh, the, the advice to be yourself can, can be very detrimental to people, I think, like ourselves that, that have this inflated sense of who we are that at times can be almost a character um, beyond who, and so it's like, it's, and and she was very much this per you know this person like cynical and too cool for this and too cool for that and thought you know thought she was intellectually superior to you know everybody and the mm-hmm. plebeians and all this and she's like being herself was terrible advice for her because it just got her in trouble and made her miserable and made people not like her and you know ruined her life basically and she's like what she realizes that everybody shouldn't be themselves or we should, <laughs> should work on being other things right being yeah. right being things that are actually you know make sure that if that's what you're being that it's you know worth being sort of i'm a pair of, i'm way oversimplifying it but it's but this long email great. And, and it's like justified with all this like philosophical insight from heidecker and and yeah, yeah. Uh, and and jung and just all this stuff and she does research and she interviews people and she asks like uh, you know, philosophers and stuff like contemporaries, like what they think would be a better mantra. It's a really interesting email. I'll share it. Um, Please do. That's but, great. Uh, it's, but it's basically be less yourself. The be yourself mm-hmm. is right. terrible advice because it can lead to, you know. Yeah, it's it's to the George Sikitsanza, the opposite. Right. Just do the opposite of yeah. what you would normally do. Oh, yeah. I, 100%. <laughs> I think that I, the only way I'm able to stay alive right. is by acting in defiance of my instinct <laughs> every single yeah. day in defiance of what right. I, you know, intrinsically what I want to do right. is steer this into the ocean. I don't know why yeah. that's just, right. <laughs> that is my wiring. My wiring uh, is, you. you know, I'm going down. So, uh, that's so funny. it's work, but, and Chris, you said a character. Oh my God. Yeah. I can relate, especially professionally, Absolutely. but, uh, I am completely and totally playing a role. Yeah. And, uh, even down to a costume of sorts, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I don't know, maybe, and we've, we've kind of always been this way. Yeah. Do you need to get to our age to see the artifice yes. and to see, because, uh, Jesus Christ, I've been a pretentious twat mm-hmm. for yeah. 47 years. And, yeah. uh, just recently I've been able to see the poser through the trees, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I have this, you know, I, I work with my wife, my wife, my she, wife. Yeah. And uh, sometimes there's tension just yeah. there a little bit. And it's mostly because my wife is afraid that I'll drive the, the car of our business off the road because that's my natural instinct, as she has seen. And I get super pissed right. that she thinks that. But as we all know, she's kind of right because mm. that's how right. I'm wired. So I almost have to be like, 
Yeah, she's. I kind of know what she's talking about. Where mm-hmm. I'll just, I, I do, ha- you know, like I'll just drive sure. off the road because I just fuck it. Like that's who I am. I'm like, oh yeah, I am like that. You're, you are right. It is so it's horrible. Mm-hmm. I need to do the opposite of that. It's and stick with that. Sticking with that analogy, it's not like you'll just steer right mm-hmm. off an embankment. It's yeah. like you'll just speed and yeah. oh, ignore all the dashboard yeah. lights mm-hmm. that are and be like, yeah, fuck it, it'll be fine. Oil change, <laughs> mm-hmm. whatever, right. until it self-immolates yeah. or whatever you know Yeah, there's a there's a real uh there's yeah for me it's always it always is like a fuck it uh we'll do it i'm gonna do something my way that just ends up being very bad mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying where you just want to push it like i don't know but yeah that's funny how we just have we're wired like that <laughs> <laughs> so yeah be less of yourself be more self-aware that's it <laughs> that's, yeah it's the uh, mantra yeah absolutely oh, um okay yeah, it's interesting. And speaking of which, I'm gonna as we're sort of doing around the horn since we last spoke, uh, faithful listeners. Um, Chris has been laid off. I got yeah. laid off last Monday, so about seven days. Or no, what is that? It was Wednesday, so about nine days, ten, day? ten days. Nine days. Um, and it's interesting. Uh, I, I fully trust that it was uh, for business reasons, which makes sense. And, it, and if not, it. It definitely was for business reasons. In addition to it, there's the suspicion that it could have been for uh, other reasons. Be, um, but it was interesting because I, I I feel like I'm somebody that's genuinely self-aware and has matured uh, into my role in this business. Uh, yeah. I do this advertising creative business. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I just... Uh, it's interesting. I received a, a, my first review, my one-year review, where some people were calling out behaviors that I felt like I had fully eradicated from it, and I did not recognize myself in them at this point. Um, and I, it's genuinely a mystery to me um, where those came from. But anyway, my point is uh, sometimes I think even when you're – have the self-awareness and you feel like you have you're not leaning into those aspects of yourself they're still there <laughs> they're with you in some degree uh, yeah that's that different people with different sensitivities pick on to pick up on differently mm-hmm. um anyway I, I i i know i'm being cryptic but that should say i my my team loved me i'll, I'll say that um i think there's people outside my team that didn't know me as well that might have had yeah. picked up on these things that uh, my my rougher edges maybe, um, but uh, nothing nothing too horrible. Um, but uh, we might we might also be a very sensitive society. <laughs> True, and we're particularly probably, now that we're communicating like this, it's you, you yeah. have a lot. It's harder to um, you know to get uh, a confident read yeah. Yeah. on what yeah. you're getting. Um, you're on Zoom all the time, yeah. and if you just are yourself, being your humor, right? right? The Venn diagram, sure. Of, Things I find funny, right. things that will send me to hell. You know, that's like, yeah, you can't really tell that on right. this, right? Those cues aren't there. Well, it's so, difficult. You're right. It's difficult to read nuance. And I think your point, Chris, is really, it's definitely not lost on me that how self-awareness is uh, a process, right? right? Yeah. Because I've been called out for things that I honestly thought I left in my rear view yeah. like a decade ago. Yeah. And uh and for some reason, those things are the ones that grind on me the most. Right. It's like, oh shit, really? Yeah, yeah. Ugh, but uh, um, anyway, I, I, That's I don't know. I was 
the last advertising gig I took, which I can't even remember when it was, but I, I almost came out of that whole experience like I had had a relapse because I had thought I had parked so many of these bad behaviors right. in the rearview mirror <laughs> yeah. for such a long time. And then I was like, oh my God, I was almost the same person that I didn't ever like in the first place mm. in this one little experience. So I think that's interesting, Chris, that looking back on this time, you know, with, it's funny because, you know, it just, if you're in the business, it's like, as you get in this business, like we're like hockey coaches, do you know what I'm saying? We're mm. just so replaceable. It doesn't matter. Like, whatever you're just getting canned mm -hmm. <laughs> that's what happens in our business and right. i think it's even worse now like it's there's n if there was very little loyalty back in the day there's n none now because everyone's just running these little tiny businesses and clients go up and down and right. boom you just gotta sure shed salary so it just happens all the time but i wonder like you know you were you were in the week that you've had it looking back on it is trying to get get through that you didn't see any of this is there anything that came up where you're like oh i can see that or is it still like a total mystery to you no here's what i what i understand i i my sense is and this is getting in the weeds on this specific issue yeah but, yeah uh it, it is people it, it's come from people that have not come up in the business um that they were I, my sense is on special teams Mm -hmm. Um, uh, this is going to be. It's not going to mean anything to anybody. The it's like it's like the punter. It's like yeah. the punter on special team dealing with the like. What are you talking right. about, punter? Like, punt the right. ball. Trying to tell the court exactly. Not understanding that the quarterback is going to tell you when the right. quarterback doesn't tell the punter how to run a play. You know, do what he's doing. I, I thought this it's was a, going. It's a terrible a analogy. A but, racist. Uh, yeah. Like in the punter, he can't speak English. So what are you going to do? <laughs> but anyway, it's all good. Yeah, I, I, I here's what I see. I see the opportunity for people to misinterpret what they don't understand. For people to, and and that's in general. I think people, yeah. and I think it's part of, you know, to blow it up larger, that's part of the problem in America right now. It's like people are uh, misinterpret what they don't understand if it's not explained to them in a way that whatever is accessible or th uh, if they're not, don't have all the information up front. And so that was the learning experience is to like, okay, don't assume that everyone knows how, whatever, this thing works kind of thing uh, or mm -hmm. uh, that, that everybody needs some of that groundwork laid. Um, so that was definitely a learning for me and I'm going into, uh, you know, the new opportunities I'm exploring knowing that, but, you know, I, I overall, it's, it's a great experience. I think, uh, you know, uh, the, the CEO left me an almost embarrassingly good review on my LinkedIn. It was incredibly oh, generous. Um, that's awesome. Very that's kind. A big deal. And, and that says a lot. That says a lot. Yeah. He's putting himself out yeah, there. Absolutely. That's great. It was yeah. very, very, and I mean, and I absolutely recognize it as a business decision, but so yeah, I, I it's the sort of thing where I, I probably told you this before, Jeff, when, uh, when, uh, you called me to let me go from momentum that Holly uh -huh. said half of your face smiled and half of your face frowned. It's that same <laughs> situation. It's like, yeah, uh, yeah. It, Cause we all get it. And, uh, yeah. you know, it, I, I was, um, yeah, I, I've not felt down about it at all. And particularly yeah. 10 days later to feel like I'm in a pretty good position, uh, to be back before the end of the year somewhere, um, yeah. with an interesting opportunity, you know, I'm feeling good. So, 
you know, that's awesome to, to bring it all the way back to like a recovery podcast. These are never the sorts of things. And there really aren't any at this point in my life and my recovery that I ever think, uh, you know, I'm heading for the liquor cabinet or anything. Um, yeah. right. Uh, you know, I just do a couple bumps and I'm good, but, uh, <laughs> you know, who needs liquor? Um, that's right. but, uh, you know, but yeah, no, th- and this isn't, that's not, it's not the sort of thing that, that, that gets me down. It was actually, I've felt better, uh, in these past, this past week and a half than I did in the preceding, I guess, couple months that we've been gone. Just I, quite frankly, I can't even remember why, what had me just out of sorts. I just was not up to it. Um, ever a week, you know, the week would come up and I'm just like, I can't do it again. I can't do it again. I can't do it again. Yeah, yeah. And then I know, um, yeah, I just could not do it. Um, I get it. But it was, a, it, I thought it was an intense time. Like when we weren't was. doing it, I was like, all of us, I was like, yeah, that's cool that we're not doing it. I felt like whatever was going on. Yeah. I think it was the election for me. It was, I think that added yeah. to it. It, it was <laughs> the, cha- the chaos was at, or there was just a tighten, yeah. a tightening yeah. uh, in the air, I think, for a couple weeks there. Yeah. And it's still around, yes. but it's mm-hmm. diminished, I think, Absolutely. a bit. Yeah. Maybe for the first time in a long time, it's diminished. I agree. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I feel the same way. Well, it's like, so somebody crazy's driving the one car, but there's another person in a better car right beside them trying to ram them off the road and save us all. <laughs> <laughs> something you know what i mean it's still crazy we, it's we still jump from that one car right. into the it's still other car. it's still yeah. a death race but we have a guy we have mad max in there right beside you know joe and morden or whatever yeah, uh, yeah. you know it's Support. like yeah, that's awesome it's like somebody <laughs> at least is trying to save us you know that's right that's right <sighs> it's I, been I, a, I can't yeah exhausting. i can't talk to my i called my dad today i haven't been able to talk to him i haven't and i'm like my dad and i aren't talking because he is he voted for the other team. Aye, aye, aye. I'm like, I don't know if what I, I'm like, I'm still pissed. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to say to him. Yeah. Cause, and he won't call me cause he knows I'll just like rage on mm-hmm. him. Uh, but anyway, it's funny now, but I think, I think it's kind of getting humorous, isn't it? Like it's kind of turning into just it's dangerous, dude. It has not stopped yeah. being dangerous in four years and it's even more dangerous now. Right, I hope we, can I cannot laugh. I really, I cannot, um, until it's, until Joe's in there. Yeah. Uh, no, I, there's still a chance it'll get weird. Well, it is weird. I mean, this yeah. is unprecedented shit, and it's been unprecedented since the day he announced his candidacy. Yeah, I'm with you. Know? you. And uh, I, I just can't do it. Um, I feel better. I feel, uh, like Matt was saying, like a large exactly. measure of relief. Like the, yeah. the, the morning after the election was yeah. the first time I did feel like I was breathing normally in four years, which mm-hmm. is yeah. weird. You know, I was like, yeah, wow, crazy. You that's know? crazy. Um, yeah, so true. And, uh, you know, because there's so much wrapped up in it from all the racial shit that's been going on and the global pandemic shit that's going on. It's all tied in and this crazy, you know, lead, lack of leadership we've had for four years. Um, and then, yeah, just, you know, it's just been weird. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> It has been weird. I I moved. <laughs> yeah. I moved the day after the election. Wow. So like, and the emotional freight that that day held as well. Yeah. yeah. Like, the end of a six-year relationship, mm. and you know, yeah. just it was f- saying goodbye to my dog. 
it just like all of it was just a crazy uh, i don't know it was crazy that's crazy crazy uh, if, can you imagine yeah, if trump would have won and you would have moved that would have sucked so at least well and i like, i like, did uh, have that clause yeah in in the no honestly in everything yeah. mm. it was just if trump wins i'm not making any life decisions mm. yeah yeah um and i'm definitely not leaving anyone anywhere by themselves oh, you know right. like yeah, 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 yeah. like no that was just uh, that's not how it's going to happen because i don't know uh there's so much uncertainty and fear invested in that one outcome yeah i do wonder you know uh, well we, and we've talked about this at the beginning of all this uh you know i do wonder what the shakeout will be f- of the specific health toll with regards to substance related issues um you know what what the net uh, you know i guess it sounds like too clinical but you know what if if people more people gotten sober if more people leaned into their substance use issues i mean i know they i I don't have the stats i know there's been a lot of talk about you know suicides are up and (laughs) you know i just read that you know uh opiates are exploded right which yeah unsurprising unsurprising you know i mean uh yeah everything is up for just people trying to cope it is interesting to think it it has been just the strangest and now that we're heading into thanksgiving not knowing we're not going anywhere it's it's i was reading some book on war and how soldiers Mm. become very present when they think they're gonna die all the Mm. time like it's this it's these experiences that they have fighting in the jungles where you're you're just be the, your next meal is the mo- the greatest thing ever. The next drink of water you have is the right. greatest thing ever. You're so aware of your present moment and everything that that's that happens to you. You're so grateful for because you're in this situation. And not that we're in this situation, but it does yeah. feel like life has stopped. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing to plan. There's nowhere yeah. to go. No, there's yeah. a, there's a legitimate yeah. element of everyone. Quite frankly, is is entitled to claim that we've been traumatized during the past four years in one way or another. Yeah. Every thinking person who's sensitive to being a good human, uh, right. and, uh, certainly right. marginalized groups. Um, and, uh, and then more so, you know, there's this trauma of what we've had to go through with COVID and the race issues. Um, yep. you know, I, I think there's be significant amount of PTSD there. I mean, already early reports of people that are, you know, whatever, having trouble, reintegrating or whatever you know but for the most part you know i think i don't know i think people are figuring out how to get through it um for the most part uh again caring sensitive rational people are figuring it out Uh, there have been some interesting things uh like on facebook i saw um there's a it's like a basically a a chain it's an opt-in chain where you just post that you're willing to uh you know, support, no questions asked. If somebody, you're, you're part of it, you just by posting it, you know, if somebody DMs you and says, you know, I need help with, you know, whatever, 20 bucks or some food. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you just, it's a pay it forward, pay it sideways, pay it up, pay it back kind of thing. Um, somebody's launching an interesting app where it's basically a, uh, a crowdsourced universal basic income, which is interesting where Ooh. you opt in, you attach wow. your bank account, and mm-hmm. it detects what is a regular like salary or regular payment or regular revenue into a personal revenue. Um, and then it deducts a certain percentage that puts it into a pool. 
and at the end of the month, the pool gets divided evenly by everybody that's in. And so, like, you know, if you get, if your salary is like $1,000 and you pay in, I think it's 7%, you pay in, what is that, 70? And yeah. somebody else's is 10,000, they pay in 700. And at the end of the month, 770 gets divided by two and you each get that back. So the person that, wow. that needs a little bit more gets more. Yeah. And the person that doesn't need it as much doesn't doesn't get taxed the whole 70 percent but then if that person lost their job and it's paying nothing they get and somebody else comes in with ten thousand somebody else is still there with the one thousand you get a third of that you know what i mean so you're still getting something um which is a really interesting thing and the only the only thing is that's amazing even if you're not putting in you're you have to put in two dollars each month and if you don't have the two dollars to put in, it comes out of your dividend. So if you're getting, you know, seven hundred or whatever, three hundred thirty-five, you get three hundred thirty-three. Um, mm-hmm. If you couldn't put anything in, um, and so they're just hoping it takes off, and enough uh, high-dollar people that can afford to do it opt mm-hmm. in to make it worth it for people that genuinely need that sort of support. But it's an interesting idea. It's a phenomenal idea. Um, it is. Um, which, in, but. Uh, and so I'm. What's interesting is, I, I would feel guilty opting in now. I literally read about it the week before I got laid off, and right. I was thinking about it, and I'm like, eh, I'm, the, I'm, I'm the higher end, um, and uh, and then I didn't. I'm like, wow, what's it, interesting? I should have done it, and then I would be the guy not putting anything in and sitting back and counting my money. <laughs> but uh, That's awesome. I'm seriously thinking about uh, joining it because it's just a terrific idea. And yeah. uh, you know the hope is that some big, big money people like some somebody that's making you know whatever five hundred thousand dollars a year, opts in and it sort of helps out the people that actually need it um, yeah. by balancing that out. Uh, and it's interesting. Everybody, if that, if that yeah. takes off, I would that would restore my faith in humanity, right? And I, yeah. I absolutely because it's so uh, democratic in a sense, yeah. in the in the true sense of de- of democracy. And I think by seeding it with some high net worth people. Uh, you know what I mean? Well, it's just, it's just going to require the critical mass right. on the high end to pull everybody along. Well, what they're uh, trying to solicit, solicit some of those, but also everyone that works at the company is required to do, I think it's 7% is required to participate. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's a, a digital startup, so I'm sure they're not making nothing. Um, right. And uh, so, you know, that's probably some pretty decent seating, probably the high five, you know, mid six somewhere type of salaries, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then there are people that need it, <laughs> you know, that's awesome. Um, anyway, uh, so, uh, since we stealth made a stealth comeback tonight on a new mm-hmm. night, actually our old night, it's the old night, new yeah. night, yeah. Old, the old night. night. Uh, my mom said she couldn't find it. Uh, um, well, it's here because you know who found it? Laura Silverman. She, goes, oh, wait. Laura she said, wait, it's not Friday. I just popped in to say a quick hello. And uh, uh, she also said so nice. she had her last coffee cream brew last night. What oh. well-being are each of you drinking tonight? Ooh. Well, I we're putting out the new coffee cream brew. will be out in November 30th. So that'll be the first batch of the new season. It took us a while. I don't know why. I'm drinking this. What is it? Because it's, it's a Yuzu Bloom CBD water. Oh, from well-being. From well-being. Yes. So that's what I'm drinking. That's a delicious, but, uh, delicious concoction. Yeah. Libation. And Laura, Laura, I can't wait to hear your interview with Laura and I were both guests on someone's 21 days of sobriety that launched yesterday. Mm. 
Um, and it was a lot of people in the sober thing. And so like, I'm cool. excited for a podcast. And I did a podcast. Yeah. Cool. So that was kind of very cool. cool. Oh, it's always nice to you run into Laura Silverman in the digital world. Yeah. When, yeah you know? Oh, like, sure. Up, Laura Silverman? The, a day doesn't awesome. go by. That's right. I don't pass her on, you know, the LinkedIn or something. That's right. All right. Hey, Laura, what's going on? The digital hallways. <laughs> yeah, digital hallways. The digital hallways. That's great. I know. That's so funny. That's her coming out of the digital bathroom. Yeah. That's the right. Digital- <laughs> Flushing down a digital deuce. <laughs> oh, Laura. Oh, uh, that's great. I, okay, so here's, I've got, a, I've got a thing, yeah. a thing that happened for my week. Uh, you guys had some big ones. Yeah. These are big ones. I got a little one, but okay, this is funny because my... <laughs> I, I talk I was like oh, I'm gonna see what the boys think of this because after I I told my wife this uh-huh my wife she she basically uh, totally shut this idea down but on page 90 of the 12 by 12 in the big book mm-hmm. or in the 12 by 12 which is not the big book it's the littler book yeah sure uh, there's this thing called the spiritual axiom mm. and Matt you may know this but I I do I do remind me of this and it basically says that if I'm disturbed yeah. for any reason no matter who disturbs me, uh, even if they're the biggest assholes on the planet, even if what they're doing is wrong, even if whatever they're doing, I don't agree with, and I get super angry. If I'm disturbed by it, I have to look at myself, and I have to. It, I'm at fault. Maybe you'll ha- you can read this for us, Matt. Exactly how it's worded, but it basically says that nice, nice. that there is no justifiable anger. That there. That justifiable anger is the luxury of other people. And no matter how big assholes they're being, if I'm disturbed, I have to look at myself. Um, and and as this week was going on, and I was seeing just the assholery of, you know, half the people in the American family, and then thinking about, you know, the the Thanksgiving and all the holidays coming up, you know, you're going to run into assholes. I don't think anyone is because we're not going anywhere. But, you know, I was like, that's a tough spiritual axiom to to do right where you only look at yourself and you don't get you don't you can't get pissed at other people is that what it says something like that right uh kind of see i don't know (laughs) here's the thing i know honestly early on in sobriety and i've been through this a few times uh my fear was that by adhering to the 12 steps i was somehow going to become a doormat because oh yeah I, I agree with that too. Like right okay. there, you it thinks you're you're going to be a doormat, right? So I'll I'll just read this paragraph really quickly. But I I I don't know. I think there is it's a sticky wicket. Uh, <laughs> so it reads uh, it's a spiritual axiom that every time we are disturbed, no matter what the cause, there is something wrong with us. Right. If somebody hurts us and we are sore, we are in the wrong also. But are there no exceptions to this rule? What about justifiable anger? If someone cheats us, aren't we entitled to be mad? Can't we be probably can't we be properly angry with self-righteous folk? For us of AA, these are dangerous exceptions. We have found that justified anger ought to be left to those better qualified to handle it. <laughs> so, can we be mad at the 70 million assholes that voted for yes. the team that I didn't play? Come on. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm not, I, well, you know, I, I don't have the same relationship to kid. those that. that. I know. My wife shot that down, no, but I'm, I'm, I'm like. I'm kind of going for it. I want to go for it. I want to be in the spiritual axiom. I'm like, it's a good way to live, though. It's a tough way to live. Chris, what do you think? Uh, I, I think there's legitimate, there is legitimate anger. I think it's what yeah. you do with it. Uh, I think if it's, uh, I, I think you have to have the capacity to recognize 
wrong and be upset by it. Yeah. Um, and to be able to, I think, you know, address it. Yeah. I mean, there's justifiable anger. I, I, yeah. I, I don't, um, you know, uh, it's how you process it. But yeah, I mean, you can't control what the world throws at you or what people do. You can control how you react to it. Um, yes. it, and that might be the, what it's really saying. And, uh, I like that. I like that. It's what you do with that yeah. anger. Like yeah. if, if anger is the energy or yeah. the fuel, then to what end? Right? right. Um, yeah, I think it has to, you can make it turn into something productive and good. Yeah. Cause if you're not angry about, um, injustice, if you're not angry about immorality, if you're not angry about, um, you know, hypocrisy, corruption and hypocrisy and all those things. And I think something's wrong sure. with you, motherfucker. That's right. Hey, Zach <laughs> De La Roca yeah. himself, uh, quoting uh, the novelist Marco Shiro. Anger yeah. is a gift. Anger is a gift, motherfuckers. Johnny wow. Rotten. Anger is an energy, motherfuckers. That's right. Wow. Okay. Um, okay. Right. Although I think he was John Lydon. I know he, he was John that. Lydon when he said that. And you know <laughs> that was P.I.L. You're absolutely right. And you know what? Uh, did we ever talk about? He's he actually had has uh, turned. He's a, he's a Trump supporter. Oh yeah. Which is of course he is. Wild. John Lydon. Yeah. Wow. He's just loud enough. Yeah. I think that at a certain point, like you throw yourself into abrasion. Well, and it's also, I think it's 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 an icon. It's it's par for the course with an iconoclastic persona that, sure. to the point of what we're talking about, be less yourself. Yeah. He is being the character he has created, and he cannot get re- extract himself from that character anymore. You know what yeah. I mean? Right. He has to embrace Trump because it, you know, is a you know it's a hey fuck you you know it's uh now i'm getting it it's the least punk rock thing you can possibly do (laughs) yeah totally fuck john lyden yeah they were overrated yeah Yeah. (laughs) sid vicious was a piece of shit all right anyway um but yeah i hate it though when you have to like i don't know get disappointed by people like that um, oh, yeah, so many. You know, um, I wish Morrissey would just never speak yeah, again. Yeah, Morrissey is another one. Because Morrissey is on the on the other team. He's an I got a whole turd bag. He's a piece. He is a uh, wow, uh, like a eugenics uh, mm-hmm. racial purity yeah. butt wipe. What? Um, mm-hmm. I know, Jeff. Wow. I know. Stop me if you've heard years. this one before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Christ. I remember when Morrissey had a second life with the East L.A. gangs who all of yeah, a sudden yep. decided, like, 10 years after the Smiths, how uh, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he could relate. He was the only one that could sing about their pain. Yeah, well. Um, but that God. was, like, 25 years later, yeah. and he's, wow. Yeah. It's, like, it's like the soundtrack of 20 years of my life. Just, yeah, uh, just evaporated. Invalidated, you know? Wow. I mean, come on. But I mean, it's that sort of feels like par for the course, just with the way everything's gone. It's like nothing means anything anymore. You know, it's yeah, right. uh, it's all the. Uh... Did you guys see the tree they put in Rockefeller Center today? With the owl. No. Yeah. Well, no, there was a tree that they put the Christmas tree up in Rockefeller Center. But 
half of the tree fell off oh, and it was it. just like this Charlie. So they're just, it's the perfect. Thing. That's <laughs> hilarious. They didn't see, but they also yeah. rescued an owl from it. There was an owl in it. Oh, oh, maybe. Yes, <laughs> so, that's right. I think I read spotted that, yeah. rare, a I, rare I know, spotted owl. Little, I don't know. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. I, well, owls are, uh, now, yeah. there's, I didn't have you ever, so many. Have you ever seen one out on uh, in the wild here yes. in the streets in of St. Louis? Webster, they're yeah. terrifying. They're huge, they the kind we have. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're like, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's one near my place in Clayton, yeah. and it was like the a nightmare yeah. machine. We have, I don't know if it's the same <laughs> one, but ever since we've lived here, there's at least, there's like, I don't know, it's a owl grounds right around uh, between <laughs> on our street. Uh, yeah. When the first year we moved in, I think it was uh, the neighbor had it fly inside its their house. Oh, it was oh Christ! Um, oh my gosh! But yeah, they're huge. We've had huge. had it in our yard in one of our trees, but uh, yeah, it's like it's bigger than our dogs. Yeah, yeah. No, when they swoop down, they just yeah. and even on a peripheral, you'll just see this thing flying, and it's so much bigger than any other bird. You're yeah. like, what the hell is that? Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. If you yeah, ever, I mean, you know the whole like stlneighbor.com. And uh, mm-hmm. what Paul F. Tompkins has done brilliantly with that whole oh my concept. God, so but yeah. if you go on stlneighbor.com and do a search yeah. for owls, yeah. just it's <laughs> fucking hilarious. There's so many like elderly people in Clayton yeah. that are convinced that the owls are out to get them yeah. and their little dogs, you know? <laughs> Good That's times. Awesome. Good That's times. Awesome. I, I'm going to, the wildlife situation in my new place is, uh, a little dicey because I'm right next to the expressway. Mm. But you know how if you're driving down 44, there are like limestone cliffs mm-hmm. on part of it. Yep. I'm kind of on one of those. And there's like 40 yards of just forest mm. between my house and the cliff. We're just, it's a wow. critter free for all up in that mo. So I went out <laughs> to my car two nights ago and there were two raccoons just hanging out. I'm like, all right. <laughs> this, this is how it's going to be. be I guess. Yeah. Wild Turkey. There you are. What's up? You know what's hey. speaking of raccoons, uh cool. we have like two uh it's basically their ring type video cameras uh that we brought back. We had set them up at Holly's parents' house when it was vacant and then we brought them back, we had them home and Holly set one out in our yard and left it there for like a couple nights. Oh yeah. And yeah. Uh, it was wild. Like we saw like raccoons and possums and just uh-huh. rabbits and just like all sorts of like just it was crazy. Yeah. Just it was like <laughs> it was like this little wildlife like show we were recording. Like uh, wake cool. up every morning and see what showed up. Um, <gasps> oh gosh, but, uh, that, that's another another uh, common yeah. occurrence on the neighbor board yeah. in Clayton was uh, just African American people in the backyard. Those sons of bitches of being like, and I'm not talking about the same... African American people. No, but your story right. was. Uh, I've read that story, right. but instead of rabbit, it was. <laughs> With strange black man I've never seen before. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I think that's a common thread across America right now. Um, it is. Hey, you know what? I, but speaking just while we're having this, it reminded me of one thing I wanted to to prep this show with, and I always feel like I need to put qualifiers on it. Coming back, I realize I'm not going to care if it is about recovery at all. It'll just when it gets in, it'll get in. You guys feel free to interject it as you see fit. I'll do it if it matters. But it's just yep. going to be us hanging out and talking. Is all I care about. I realize I'm 100 yeah. percent with you on that. It uh, happens. Yeah, this shit. This shit just came off the shelf. Yeah, we well, we didn't. You know, we weren't setting out to talk 12 and 12, right? Right. No. Yeah, no, no, no. Which is yeah. fine. I'm good with that. But my point is, I'm not gonna. I'm going to agonize less over making sure it 
I listen to the that we learn something every show, right? But you know, I I let it get in my head like the people that say like, "Hey, I turned in and it was all about politics." What the fuck, man? You know, like fuck, you know, fuck you. It's free. Um, It's not. It's it's not all about politics. And ultimately, I'm. I'll be the first to say I do this first and foremost Mm. to hang with my bros Mm. and and talk, you know, um, and work shit out. Not. The, any entertainment value or uh, that's all secondary and awesome. And I'm mm-hmm. just, that's great. Right. But ultimately this is a kind of a selfish thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm going to get okay with that. Um, um I have a quick wildlife story, please. Um, so J- Jefferson barracks park mm. down oh, South. Yeah. The yeah. Lots of deer. <laughs> oh, yeah. A lot of deer. Down yeah. There. And, uh, I take the dog and I let him off the leash because there's a way you can walk the park and not see anyone. You walk down by the river. And that's a euphemism, and by the way, for listeners. Yeah. Jeff goes yeah, out yeah, to the park and lets the dog off the leash. Let the dog off the leash. There anyway, are like 25 air quotes yeah, in that anyway. sentence okay, alone. Go ahead. Sorry. Like down by the river. Yeah. Leash. Yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so anyway, we're cutting back through the forest bits mm-hmm. to get back to our car. And it's there's a sign that I didn't see, and it says, stay on the trail, archery hunt in progress. Wow. And I'm like, what the fuck? So... And I'm kind of already past mm. it, and I'm looking around, and I come up on a deer stand, <laughs> like in the middle wow. of Jefferson Barracks Park. There's a dude with a proper thing that's, and I, I literally walked around like he's 10 feet from me, sitting on a deer stand what? in the middle of Jefferson Barracks Park on this archery hunt for deer. Wow. So I was like, that was kind of scary. And I didn't see one deer down there, so they, they were all quite aware of what was going on. <laughs> they were like hiding out, but... I was like, this is kind of not far. I mean, this is in the city. You're like, what the hell's well, going on? But it was kind of cool. Like, yeah. I was like, yeah, that's all right. You know, I was I was a little shocked, but I got my head around. I was like, I guess you're managing the deer population. Right. There's probably someone who does the math behind this. And right. Well, yeah. it's uh, but, just, Jefferson Barracks is far enough south. Yeah. Well, it's just a just little across that line of imaginary line of demarcation where yeah. shit gets Trumpy and, hmm. y- and you don't know there might be some open air hunting going on you know <laughs> right. uh we went to smart we yeah. went to a smart recovery meeting down there right uh, yeah if you yeah, guys yeah. recover it yeah. will uh remember yeah yes uh I, re- I do remember that we couldn't find it but yeah that was yeah we didn't go back Matt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or dear we, did. <laughs> we didn't it was a trip that was a trip that was a trip it was a trip that's funny yeah smart recovery. So, yeah, anyway. bring your kids bring your dinner yeah so uh Here's a just unrelated story. I don't know if I told this on the podcast before, but it kind of cracked me up. A couple months ago when uh, a lot of the layoffs were happening, my son, Simon, works in a pizza joint. Mm-hmm. And they were laying people off, you know, in massive amounts. And Simon went to his manager and said, hey, you know, I'm a high school kid. So, like, if somebody's going to lose their job who has, like, a family or mm-hmm. something, like, take me first, kind <laughs> yeah. of. Aww. And Well, yeah, right? Great. Aww. Well, his manager tears up and says that is very christian of you son oh, are you a christian wow i would love it if you just come in here and talk to me about jesus because these kids don't understand so flash forward a couple months later simon's been promoted twice he's like dad it's not uh, really that hard you know he's to like, be a christian or like to get promoted no to be a christian and he's like if something really bad happens i just say oh i'll pray for you like that's pretty much oh it. Oh my god! <laughs> like, that's fucking on, awesome. I am just—you really are the fruit of my loins, after all. Because, uh, uh, but anyway, I so I've been super fucking pissed at Christians. I'm like, 
how can Christians believe that there's a QAnon savior? They're not. Aren't they supposed to just believe in Jesus, though? Because how they're can not you be Christians, both QAnon dude. and Christians? Because they're not Christians. But in that Venn diagram, I thought that they, they were mostly Christians and QAnon believers. It's uh, the same people. I think you're no? right, but my point is they don't know what, they don't, they're not, I mean, I don't know anything about it, but I know that, I know enough to know that they're not adherents of the book that's supposed to be teaching them shit of how to behave. <laughs> Well, they're missing the lessons. Yeah. Well, the Christian, like the died in the wool. I know some capital C Catholic motherfuckers, you know, mm. like yeah. my, I have aunts and uncles that go yeah. to church every day. Every yeah. morning they go to church. Mm. Yeah. They're not cute on adherence. No, they're not like know? that at all. It's, That's different. Yeah. I think if you look at the tenets of Christianity, yeah. you're right. They automatically preclude you from being interested in any of that bullshit. Mm. That's what I would think. So, but it just seems to, anyway, I just think it's funny. I was mad at Christianity last week, so I'm glad that your son's being labeled as a Christian. I, I just think it's funny that, you know, the moral of that story to me is any, with a certain faction of the population, any act of selflessness is going to be immediately interpreted as a Christian act, mm. <laughs> which <Right>. is so <laughs> weird and ill-informed mm -hmm. and just twisted, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. It is strange. And, and that by not immediately disavowing it, that like my son is now looked at as, oh, you're in this club and you get it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that's yeah. awesome. I'll pray for you. Yeah. Let's just hope that there are never any more details. If he's like, what's your favorite Bible verse, son? Be like Trump. I, yeah. Like, oh, they're how, all good. They're the, other, all good. The, other, yeah. the other thing to answer, how are you feeling today? Very blessed. Hashtag blessed. blessed yeah. Blessed. blessed. Yeah. Oh, my God. There you go. <laughs> That's a funny story, though. What else is going on, boys? Yeah. What's, your hat, what's your hat say, Jeff? That's a well-being hat. logo, yeah. Oh, dope. Yeah. Yeah, it's all going good, man. At, at over, you know, thinking about new shit. But yeah, I was yeah. I guess the spiritual axiom—that's what I had. I had the Christian thing. I'm pissed off. QAnon. I don't mm. get it. I don't know how conspiracies can get more weird and believable it seems like at some point don't they just cross the line where you can't make them more outrageous or you still can make them more outrageous you have to you make have them to. more outrageous yeah. but is there anything more outrageous than pedophilia in pizza parlors pedophilia is the uh the paprika that pushes that dish over the edge <laughs> into deliciousness for these crazy <laughs> mothers i mean honestly that <laughs> Pedophilia is one of those uh, just globally reprehensible things sure. that you can. It just makes the story that much more enticing. I'm with now, you. Now we expect it. If if a story comes out, you know, if a conspiracy comes out and doesn't have pedophilia in it, or uh, human trafficking, right. or some bizarre ritualistic drug use, yeah, then yeah. it's it's not enough. Well, no, I know, and that's what I think. Part of it is, like is how, to inoculate yeah, the conspiracy against against dissent, because if you dis, right. if you argue against the conspiracy theory that involves pedophilia or involves human trafficking, then mm -hmm. you become the monster, right? Because how can you right. be arguing against this thing? How can yeah, you yeah, be yeah. arguing against? Uh, you know, making sure there's not a pedophilia ring in the basement of a pizza parlor that doesn't have a basement. Do you do you support pedophilia, right? Yeah, so yeah. it's it's setting up a straw man. It's it's like got multiple logical fallacies baked into it. Um, 
just and it, it, it's essentially an escalation of what Christian Christianity has been doing to manipulate, uh, you know, politics and people yeah. of using like abortion uh, laws and homo and homophobia, you know, um, which yeah. are in some ways trite compared to the way like QAnon and these crazier Christians are using pedophilia and human trafficking to, you know, manipulate people. Yeah. It's a big, just a big hate reflective stance. It's like, you know, if I was a vegetarian, not because I loved animals, yeah. but because I hated plants. Right. That it's kind of this, <laughs> it's kind of the same premise, you yeah. know, where it's like you can, you can uh, hate something and use that to fuel your whole ideology. <laughs> uh, that's funny. I just don't know where you go. I just don't know what's where you can go from where you're at. Like, I, I don't know if the stories can get more outrageous. So then, then what do you do? Like, then how do you control people? What's next? Bigfoot. That's alien. what it is. Mm-hmm. It's Elvis. Come crazy. on, bat, bat boy. <laughs> like, <laughs> There's still more. Is what you're saying? Yeah, go on, Jeff. <laughs> Sorry. You know, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I think that's pretty funny. Yeah, it makes it, uh, it, it literally is absurd, and it's you think we'd we'd be getting smarter, but we're not. I mean, we're regressing. Like you know, flat Earth, legitimate, yeah. like in some ways, legitimized as a thing. You that's can, coming back in a big way. Woo, woo, woo! That's crazy. Um, well, I, I I was on the meeting tonight, and they gave the speech. You guys will be happy because I know we talk about this. The holiday speech of you visiting oh. relatives and how, oh, how going to parties and i'm like who the fuck is going to parties this holiday season there are... leave yourself leave yourself an out guys okay okay thank you matt that's number one. Oh, that thing exit strategy exit strategy right. uh have number two bring your own car and don't get parked in by other people mm-hmm. so you got to kind of park strategically so you're not like getting blocked in Right. Mm -hmm. Watch what your drink is being poured as. Right. Mm. Like watch the drink going into your cup and make sure it gets in your hands because people have had cocktails that way. Right. Or something bad happens. And that's it. Those are the big three that I have. And bros before (laughs) hoes. That's right. right. Obviously. If you remember those four things, you will not get drunk and you will not be a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's awesome matt what are you gonna do for thanksgiving are you going up to chicago i'm doing it baby uh so my kids and i are getting tested uh right beforehand and then we are driving up to chicago to be with my mother carmel yeah. nice. uh, srn all-star and uh and my sister and her husband uh so yeah it's a little bubble but um Everybody's played by the rules for a long time, and we've Good. we've been lucky. Yeah. My brother in Michigan uh, and his wife and three kids all have Corona. Oof. She's a she's oh, wow. she's an anesthesiologist, uh, so she works in a hospital. And their little guys are all, you know, they're all under six, wow. so it's pretty intense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. So trying to be careful. But how about you guys? What are you doing? Are you doing anything or? Yeah, we're staying here. Uh, Jen's deciding whether she wants to order food to bring in or cook, so that'll be interesting. But I'm up. I like to get up. I'll cook. I mean, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. I'm easy. Oh, yeah. Whatever. We what are you doing? We already Chris? ordered. Uh, nice. Shout out to local Beast. We ordered from Beast. Uh, nice. Nice. That looks good. We checked that out. That looked good. And 
and then we're negotiating just how safe we feel if my dad wants to come live or if we're just going to bring him food over to his place, you know, and yeah. mm-hmm. throw it out the window as we drive by. Yeah, um, yeah. That makes good. But uh, otherwise, it'll, you know, if, if he doesn't come over, um, you know, just Holly, Sabine, and I kicking it, which is, yeah. you know, all of this, um, you know, you have to find the... I don't know. It's not, it's very unlike me. I was going to say the grace in it, right? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and that's uh, it. that is it. But that is what you that that's that's the challenge. Um, and I think we we've been fortunate. And uh, you know, whenever it's interesting, I have this app that uh, it's basically it checks on you. It, it prompts you to check every day. You opt in, and it basically checks on. You're, it's basically a, a COVID tracker. I have, I have two actually that I uh-huh. do, but one one's a little more robust and it asks you to uh, with sliders how you feel on these different scales of yeah yeah uh, you know basically sort of negative emotions and positive emotions and feelings, and then afterwards it says uh, even in the t- toughest of times everyone can find one thing that they're grateful for, and I always just respond that for the continued health of my family because right now that's health and safety of my family because that's really yeah. You know, and that's um, that continues that's to certainly sustain me um, as something to be, you know, grateful for, which is something I've, I've struggled with, uh, you know, at times of things to to be grateful for and find gratitude in that I feel legitimately grateful about, and that's continues yeah. to be one that I, I do. So um, that's awesome. It is. It's keeping it in that little world. That's so right. Right. Like that's the ultimate presence is just like, it's your fan. It's a health and wellness of your family. No question. No question, man. And uh, oh, also, and, and Thanksgiving is the holiday when white people stole my land. So I just want you all to know Sorry. Celebration exactly. Sorry. That. So right. F off white people. And Chris, uh, are your Mexican, uh, is that, Spanish derived or indigenous derived? It's, I'm just wondering both. if your people stole or done. It's both. Got stolen. I'm, I'm a product oh, of uh, of um, colonial rape. Okay. Um, okay. Nice. And uh, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> that's awesome. You know, it's 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 both. Um, you know, I was talking to my dad about it actually recently about what um, indigenous, you know, Mexican tribes we are, and I'm, I'm going to draw a blank right now just it, i got no sleep last night but uh yeah two different indigenous peoples of mexico um, my grandfather from one my grandmother from another um but definitely some spaniard got in there and you like know, there conquistador yeah got, so a little bit of stealer and a little bit of steely yeah. on the yeah. land then um yes i think my people just steal uh I don't know. I saw that potato famine movie, yeah. something, man. And that was just bad for your people, yeah. Matt. Like, oh, it, yeah. That was sad. Well, you, you guys just seem like the sad people that get your ass kicked throughout history. You remember yeah, the Irish Irish of the moment. hooked up the Choctaw and then the Hawk Choctaw. Yes. Deck, you yeah. know, centuries later, hooked the Irish back yeah. up, paid off their debt. Yeah. 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 We were yeah. talking about yeah. that. No, the yeah. Irish, uh, there's a certain, and w- w- this could be a whole nother episode, but this, <laughs> there's a certain line of thinking that people of a certain... Uh, ethnographic makeup not only have a predisposition to alcoholism but also to sort of a survival Mm. instinct Mm -hmm. that comes with just generational hardship and you see it a lot with native americans you see it a lot with latinos and you Mm. see it a lot with uh 
you know, I, my yeah. with my yeah. people. Uh, we've been through some shit. Yeah. That's Unlike a good one. those cushy Italians in uh, <laughs> the French. French. Yeah, that spoiled French. World War yeah. Two. Okay, but you know. Yeah. They they yeah they get beaten worse, but they they don't they still are French. Mm. They they come out okay somehow. Thin and beautiful. <laughs> That's right. And good food. All right. Well, so we're so are we gonna do it next week or is it? Are you out of town? Like is everyone in? I'll be on the road. Yeah. Uh, during recording, um, yeah, but, but I mean, I think uh, you know we came back. We'll take a Thanksgiving off, yeah, and then we'll be back again. Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, sounds that good. sounds great. I'm glad we're back uh, doing it. This yeah. is I. It's one of those things I don't realize I miss yeah, me so either. much. I know it's I do. I do. It. Uh, I'm like fuck. Uh, no, it's been it's great to catch back up. Thank you for um, coming back. Okay. Uh, Thanks to all our sponsors. The Recovery oh, Revolution <laughs> will be podcast on the Since Right Now oh, Addiction Recovery Network. Out there? Jeff, you got any right now? Thanks to all our sponsees. Yeah. yeah. You got any? Um, I was with... No, not really. I don't think I do. I had a guy digitally in New York for about a hot second, and no. I'm, I'm back with Brad. I'm calling Brad every week. I'm Carson. I'm playing us out. All right. Put it out. Later, dogs. Later. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Be good, everybody. See ya. See you soon. Another clean and sober intervention.